This is a Conspiracy Kyle production. Follow me on Twitter at Conspiracy Force. Let's get started. I sense a plot to destroy the Jedi. Welcome to A Conspiracy in the Force, the show where we examine parallel conspiracies in a galaxy far, far away, in a galaxy not so far away. The show is designed as an introduction to modern day conspiracy theories by using Star Wars, one of the most beloved fictional universes, as a point of reference. Let's begin. Episode 19, Celebrating Evil. Hello out there, all you Star Wars fans, conspiracy fans, and patriots. Uh, It's great to have you here for another episode. Before we get started, I kind of wanted to mention a few things. Um, I wanted to give a few shout-outs to, you know, the past few guests that I've had on my podcast and my live stream. Um, I want to thank Jack Allen um, from coming on the podcast and talking with me about addiction a few episodes ago. If you want to follow him, he has a really great podcast. It's called Conspiracy or Just a Coincidence. Um, he really deep dives into a lot of um, really good really good topics into the conspiracy world, so I would give him a follow. Um, also, I want to give a big shout-out to Janet, Deplorable Janet the infamous Deplorable Janet. Um, she is currently on Twitter, at Deplorable Janet. Um, she has been kicked off several times due to saying things that um, the woke Twitter, it hurt them. It hurt them very, very, very badly. Um, so she's been kicked off a few times, but she's a really great person, and she's been really supportive of me and my podcast. So please follow her, at Deplorable Janet. I think that's the Twitter handle. Um and her um, co-host um, of her podcast, Matt Moss. Um, follow him as well. Um, they, yes, like I said, they have a great podcast called Deplorable Nation. Currently, you can only find it on the Podbean app because it had been removed from Spotify and Anchor. So her, their new episode that just dropped, you'll have to go and look for it on the Podbean app. So go check that out. It's a great podcast. Um, yeah, so her, her co-host, Matt, um, he had posted something on Twitter earlier that, you know, I want to make sure everybody spreads the word on this. This is something really serious that's happening, you know, in our kids' schooling right now. Um, Matt lives out in L.A. County, and his, his daughter goes to a charter school, and she's been doing online classes. I believe this is the fourth day of her school, and he opened up the curriculum, and there's a whole section on, you know, Black Lives Movement and um, social justice, things like that. And, and honestly, that's, that's very inappropriate for, for kids to be learning about. Kids need to be kids. I don't think they should be learning about any of that kind of stuff, you know, whether it's things you believe in or things that you, you don't believe in. Um, it's just like the history, science, math, the traditional kind of things that um, kids, kids should be learning about and getting, a, you know, core knowledge of some various subjects. None of the social stuff, they see that enough on TV and in social media. So um, definitely spread the word. Um, and, and check him out on Twitter because I think this is something that's very important and very, you know, it, I don't know how pervasive this is in the school system, but 
it's kind of scary that some of this stuff is um, feeding in. And it sounds like the school has been working directly with the BLM movement, you know, on on some of these curriculum and, and things like that. So um, it's kind of a scary thing. And, you know, I don't think kids should be subjected to that. So follow Matt on Twitter, share around the video he posted and, you know, let's spread the word about you know what's going on in our, our kids' schools. Um, another person I really wanted to thank is Gabriel. He's at MAGA Country Inc. on um, Twitter and Instagram and Parlor. Um, he's a really, really, really great patriot living out there in, in L.A. County as well. Um, he's, he's been really spreading the word about trying to get, get the vote out for um, President Trump's re-election and also the Save the Children campaign, um, which he's been very influential in. He's been passing out pamphlets. He's been talking to people. He's been... He's been spending a lot of his, you know, own free time to to spread the word about this very important cause. So go ahead and give him a follow. It's at MAGA Country Inc. on Twitter, Parlor, and Instagram. And also check out his new podcast um, by the same name, MAGA Country Inc. You can find that on Apple and other various platforms. It's a it's a great podcast, kind of just off the cuff, you know, talking about things going on in the world and how he sees things. You know, he's a like I said, he's a great guy. Um, he doesn't mince words, and he's a he's a great, true patriot, God-fearing guy. So um, check him out. And last but not least, I want to thank Brian J at BJC on Twitter. He hopped on the live stream I did um, a few episodes ago. Talked a lot about Star Wars and Disney and what Disney has been doing to, you know, mess around with the Star Wars franchise. So. Um, I want to thank him for hopping on. Um, definitely follow him on Twitter at BJC and follow his periscopes. He does some really great periscopes every few days, so check those out as well. So let's get into today's episode. Why do we celebrate evil? Seriously, why do we as a country, a nation, a world celebrate evil acts and evil people? If you look at popular culture, you'll see many examples of this type of celebration. Just look no further than the horror movie industry. Chucky, Freddy, Jason, Leatherface, Hannibal Lecter, the list goes on and on. People love these characters, and they buy their movies, they dress up like them, they get the action figures, etc. Oh, and by the way, don't forget that Freddy Krueger was a notorious child murderer. You know, look at the music industry as well. Rap music has glorified gun violence, and heavy metal music glorifies violence as well. And, you know, as a society, we eat it up. Now, let's take a look at Star Wars. So, Darth Vader is widely hailed as probably the most iconic on-screen villain of all time. But why? Why do we like Vader so much? Is it the voice? Is it his power? What is it? You know, let's, let's be honest about this. There is something that is very conflicting for many Star Wars fans to come to grips with about Darth Vader. And let's just come out and say it. He is a child murderer. A child murderer, plain and simple. No different than Freddy Krueger. In Episode 3, he enters the Jedi Temple and slaughters Jedi men, women, and children. In the previous film, Episode 2, he slaughters the Tusken Raiders. The men, the women, and the children. So, why does he get a free pass? Because he looks cool? You could point to his characterization in recent culture, where he has been made to look silly in, you know, TV parodies and books, and now even girls can buy shirts with the Darth Vader helmet with a cute pink bow on it. 
Are these all deliberate attempts to draw attention away from his true evil nature in the films? Could be. You know, in the prequels, they do attempt to humanize him by showing him as a child and a young adult. But just because he grew up just like all people do, does that excuse his future deeds? I would say no. You can argue that some people grow up to be evil by living in bad situations or being in unsafe environments or never experiencing the love of a parent. All these things could cause your brain to emotionally um, develop uh, in, a, in a certain way or underdevelop in a certain way. With Anakin, he didn't have these things. He had a great life with his mother as a child, and he had a great upbringing by the Jedi Order. Most of his problems were self-inflicted, as he let his ego get in the way of his true mission as a Jedi. So no sob story here for Anakin. As Obi-Wan told him in their fateful duel, basically, you've done this to yourself. You know, I'll be honest, I love the character of Darth Vader. He's an utterly fascinating character, and he does have a great character arc. Just think about it. He goes from a wide-eyed kid, to a sullen teenager, to an evil dark lord, and then to a loving father at the very end. You know, maybe it's that last part that lets us give him a pass. Because he turned to the light at the end, does that forgive him of his sins, though? If a mass murderer on his deathbed suddenly started believing in God, is he 100% forgiven? Yes, I understand that our world is not Star Wars, but the same sentiment applies. If Darth Vader wouldn't have died, how do you think the galaxy would have regarded him? As a hero? A villain? A war criminal? Would he have been put on trial by the Rebel Alliance after the defeat of the Empire? These are all hypothetical questions that don't really have an answer. We could even talk about other Star Wars villains. You know, kids are dressing up as Kylo Ren now for Halloween and idolizing him. But remember, this is a character who literally murdered his unarmed father under the guise of reconciliation. Yeah, kids love him. And then there's Darth Maul, a character that looks almost exactly like the embodiment of the devil with a red and black face and horns. Yet, kids love him. It's kind of crazy if you think about it. At the end of the day, the truth of the matter is that we are all inherently evil and sinful people. We all have a dark side, and I think that's why we like people and characters that are flawed or evil or broken. We see something of ourselves in them. It is interesting to note how good and evil is portrayed in Star Wars versus our world. Um, an example from you know my personal life, back when I was in middle school, we were assigned to read an excerpt from The Empire Strikes Back in one of our classes. And, you know, this was obviously right up my alley, and I ate up that assignment. Killed it. Flying colors. To toot my own horn. I, I went to a Christian school, and, you know, I'd asked my teacher afterwards about the good and evil in Star Wars. And basically, I was asking him, you know, did he agree that the good and evil battles in Star Wars were a pretty good parallel to what we face as humans with the battle of, you know, trusting in God versus falling to Satan's temptations? And, you know, he told me, he said... You know, yeah, in general, the good and evil parallel does exist. But you have to think about this. In Star Wars, all people are born good and can turn evil. Here as humans, it's the opposite. We are all born evil and must turn to the light. That's the important difference. 
So, in closing, why do we celebrate evil? Or maybe a better question, why are we okay with evil? Well, I think it's threefold. For one, we're naturally attracted to darkness by our sin nature, our inherently evil human nature. We have a natural aversion to authority, and in some cases it's easier to be bad than good, let's be honest. You know, just think of the analogy of the wide path that leads to destruction versus the narrow path. One is obviously easier to navigate. Yoda even said that the dark side, it's much more seductive, not necessarily more powerful, but it's definitely more persuasive and easier. For two, I think oftentimes we are presented with evil that is not as bad as other evils, so we celebrate that lesser evil. Case in point, the 2016 election. I think most people going into that saw that as a lesser of two evils situation, and many celebrated one side or the other. Another example in Star Wars, if you think about it, Darth Vader versus the Emperor. The Emperor is widely hailed as a more evil character due to his background machinations and manipulations, but Darth Vader does openly murder people. However, he's seen as a victim sometimes, a manipulated pawn in Palpatine's game, a lesser evil. For three, I think we are presented with evil that is portrayed as good, so we have a warped sense of right and wrong, good and evil. Just look at the riots going on in the country. These are portrayed as peaceful protests with a, a certain, you know, social goal in mind. But in actuality, their lives being destroyed, businesses looted and burned, and general chaos erupting. All in the name of social justice. I'm not saying all this to say that you should go burn all your Darth Vader action figures. I'm just saying it's important to keep in mind who or what you're idolizing and what they stand for. I think the real problem is idol worship in the first place, holding anything above your belief in God or a higher power or what have you. You know, that's going to set yourself up for a fall. Even holding a president or a church leader as the ultimate sword of truth is that's the wrong way to go as well. So celebrate truth, celebrate freedom, celebrate family, and celebrate what you believe in. But don't celebrate evil. So, what do you think? Please reach out to us at conspiracyintheforce at gmail.com. Thank you. <laughs>